Welcome please to the JVG podcast where these G's are going to spread their seeds of knowledge about the league. It's flourishing with ease. These funny catches seem to be well read, esteemed and honest. Like the man himself, Jeff Van Gundy. They are high IQ, so cerebral and funny. So if you're on the bus, just border on the dunny. Listen to the JVG NBA Tribute Show. Even the baby oh, that's here. You mean this. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 No, I mean, like... We don't even be like, oh, thanks, Alessio, for that great table setup. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Story. Yeah. yeah. Uh, ex- extreme violence at <laughs> Bleep High School. Yeah. In the bleeping suburbs. Yeah. Bleep? Oh. We were there. You were there? Bleep. Oh. <laughs> you said bleep. Oh, you did. You did. You did. Yeah. Oh, but he did. was just riffing. As we do here on the format, we're plus um, go to Oh, you hit it. I hit record. Oh, whoops. <laughs> well, now he's pissing himself. <laughs> How are the levels? Yeah, yeah, it's a bit loud, actually. There's levels to oh, this th- piss. This has got a, yeah, this has got a, this has got a real early format wave sort of vibe to it. That's it. You know what I'm saying? Nah. Oh, you sent me that, you sent me that meme, that bank account meme that... <laughs> and I was trying to think like early four-man weave that my bank account doesn't really vibe, but <laughs> the joke just didn't come to me, and I just got bogged down, and it doesn't make any sense to like. I, it's just us. I bring a sort of early four-man weave vibe. <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> it's that me. It's that <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. This concept yeah, it doesn't make any sense. At all. <laughs> okay, well, so the roast of Rob Lowe. Nah, so we're here. <laughs> we're here. We're here. We're here to talk some ball. We're uh, we're in the conference finals, game one of both. The LCF and the RCF have been played, <laughs> and maybe six weeks ago, maybe four four to six weeks ago, when hope was springing eternal for a few people at this table, including Sean, you said. The following. That you just didn't see a scenario in which the Warriors wouldn't be in the conference finals after they appeared to have a favourable draw mm. in the playoffs. And as I mentioned at the top of this, we're here. And game one <laughs> of the LCF between the Nuggets and the Lakers has happened. And game one of the RCF between the Heat and the Celtics has happened. And forgive me, but have I not said the Warriors? Didn't they, didn't <laughs> they get a bye? The didn't they get a bye go straight to the finals? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's funny. That's funny. Do you want to take the floor here? Do you want to explain yourself? So the Warriors lost. The Warriors lost the basketball games. And Dante, you mentioned something before we started this podcast. Pour myself a stiff drink. Um, you need one. Yeah, you need it, dog. Yeah. After, this, after the last 10 years <laughs> in, in the deep two history this is the nah, first it's only 7 for him <laughs> this, this is the first time my basketball team has been eliminated before the finals um, how does that feel pretty, pretty, except for the playing except for the playing but we don't count them because those stats don't count um, so we may as well have been tanking for Wiseman those years but um, yeah it feels pretty shit um, and, and the first thing that came to my mind was like, Clay Thompson, all through the season, was sticking up the four fingers, just no matter, whenever anyone criticised him, I'm a champion, I'm a champion. And that's, like, you know, bad, and it was bad at the time, but it's like, okay, but he hasn't actually not proven it, and then as soon as he's not proven it, I'm like, oh, that's really cringe. Oh, Jordan Poole just, like, stumbled three quarters across the court and <laughs> fell out of bounds while touching the ball. That's weird. All that stuff that you just sort of forgive. Anti-Warriors play ever. Yeah. Jordan yeah. Poole doing that. All, all the stuff that you just forgive is just, like, you actually can't forgive it when you don't win. Because mm. um, winning cures everything. But now, like, we're going to lose our GM, who's going to be the fucking CEO of Disney or some shit. Um, Jonathan Camino. Yeah. Well, he's, yeah, he's, he's, got, he's got prospects outside of basketball. Oh, yeah. Um... Love, loves golf as well. But also, like, yeah, your mate, yeah. Um, like, if you're, a, if you're a big company looking to hire a decision maker, don't pick the guy who just inherited the best basketball player of his generation. Like, that's probably not a good businessman right there. But, um, I mean, he only won four championships in seven years. Yeah, cool. Disney are known for making, like, excellent executive business decisions. <laughs> Disney's, like, the definition of too big to fail. So they can pick up a guy who like, because they can just shit out another Star Wars. Yeah, but also, why are you saying why are you saying Bob Myers is like 
Yeah, why, so why, unreliable. Why, like he just lucked into it. Like, yeah, yeah. He, he got. He, he, he did a good job. I'm just, I'm just angry and just saying things. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're lashing out. I was stage of grief over him. The last time he's been really good at handling the egos in the room in Golden State and like you know making the money work. Hey, I'm not making fun of Bob Myers. Yeah, no. Yeah, we need to stop giving them credit. We need to be going the opposite way. Um. Yeah, first pretty shit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, how, how do you guys feel that my basketball team's lost? Pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> no, not good. It I was a shame that it was against the Lakers, to be yeah, honest. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> In the past, I have mourned your losses, but I'm not mourning this one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, what losses have you mourned? The plan. <laughs> the plan, and when you no. were, when you were, when you were, the, the, the 1920 season, when, or maybe the 2021, Binge. when you were really bad. And you had the worst, years. the yeah, the worst record in the league. You were doing a bit of soul searching, and I was really sad to see you that way. I was I was mourning those experiences. What was I doing? You were just like, oh, well, shit, I don't know what to do with myself. <laughs> oh, Talking Kai yourself Berman. into Kai yeah. Berman, yeah, yeah, Kai Sky Berman. Mm-hmm. Talk, speaking of the Shanghai Sharks, um, but I, you know, here here we are, and I think I would feel differently. Maybe if you hadn't been so um, assumptive and vociferous in your um, proclamation that that they were there, there wasn't a scenario you could envision where they wouldn't win two playoff series and be in the conference finals, mm. which is just the most hubristic <laughs> thing I can possibly think of anyone to say, and I just can't. Maybe it's because the, the the three of us sitting around the table haven't been spoiled for success like you have the last seven years. But I can't imagine anyone saying something like that. <laughs> I can't imagine. Okay. For, for me, it's... As, as galling as that is, it's also the follow-up every week of like, you know... Uh, yeah, you're right about the King series. You did, you did beat them in the end, but they, <laughs> yeah. probably part of the reason you lost the Lakers is the Kings wasn't a you know Warriors in five sort of situation. You know, like they really gave you a run for your money. And then yeah, I think I'm not, I I don't feel I said I felt good before. I don't feel good. I, I really do not celebrate my friends' losses. That's. That, that's just, that's the, all for the gag. It's all for, it's all for the, the past. You got the angle and the demon on the on the shoulders here. <laughs> but um, I do. I mean, it was also like I, I think LA were the better team. Like I think the yeah. Lakers were genuinely better. They were. I, it's frustrating how it's happened because of, you know of that midseason trade. You don't like a team that got good for the last twenty games of the regular season getting to the conference. But finals. don't you love it? Don't you love an underdog story? <laughs> I mean, for a team that has Anthony Davis and LeBron James, that's as good, as good as an underdog gets. <laughs> um, you know, those scrappy boys. Yeah. <laughs> the Crypto.com arena. The empty oh, rafters. Um, but yeah, and like the Warriors were really... Like the flaws really showed for the first time. Mm. You know, I think... Yeah, maybe in maybe in 1920, it was like, okay, it was injuries. It was the, it was the hangover from you know, go to the finals five times in a row. And then it was like, okay, you're actually not that good the next year, but you still had the injuries. Clay was still out and you were building something else. And then you won another championship. And this year it was like, okay, there's actually things missing on this team that mean that you winning a championship doesn't, it just isn't viable mm. at this stage. On the Shanghai Sharks, <laughs> <laughs> I saw a video of their starting lineup for next year as... Uh, I think it was Ja Morant. <laughs> I think it was like Morant, Paul, Clay Thompson, Dylan Brooks, DeAndre Aiden. Mm. Um, so we've now got Sean's third first team. <laughs> <laughs> the preseason Sean Ball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nah, um, fuck him. The Warriors. Yeah, yeah, yeah fair enough. Oh, that's that's also so fair. So hard. Yeah, yeah. But like, I think, like the fucking definitely. But you, none of you hate Steph Curry. No, no, God no. But isn't that? Yeah, <laughs> you do. No, I don't. But I don't like him either. But like, he just played Pop so well. If he um, wasn't good at basketball, he'd be just another religious nut. If Steph, all of Steph these guys Curry, weren't good at basketball, Steph Curry is is like Chris Pratt. If Chris Pratt never opened his mouth. Mm. No, but also just to, I'm talking basketball. <laughs> That's what is this freaking basketball podcast? I'm just saying, like he was, he Chris was Pratt's one a of bit the, of a religious freak. That's what I'm saying. Chris Pratt's like Chris Pratt is 
He's like said stuff. Which What's makes his him genre of religious freak? He's Hillsong. He's Hillsong. He's Steph Curry. To, uh, to, to go back to what you were saying before, Sean, about basketball. basketball. <laughs> yeah. No, like I do, I do celebrate Clay Thompson's downfall. Oh god, yeah, 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 yeah. Like Jordan Poole actually not being that good makes. Like I'm quite, I'm happy about that. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't quite believe that Poole was the point guard of the future for the Golden State Warriors yeah, 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 yeah. from the from the jump. Even though, like you know, he when he, when he was shooting hot, he was. He was good. Mm. Uh, so those are the losses I celebrate. Draymond Green. I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure Les is dancing on his grave. Absolutely. Um, but I mean, he he, he, he played, played well. Yeah, he played yeah, really yeah, well. Yeah. Like he backed it up, and then in a couple of games, he put in a really good offensive shift, which is like so out of character for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I don't. I don't celebrate that either. It's, but Clay it's, Thompson. Uh, yeah, and I think the like a lot of people are going back to the punch with yeah. um, with Draymond Green, Jordan Poole. Um, and it's kind of crazy how much has turned around because it used to be like, oh, well, you know, Draymond went on his podcast and said, I know this isn't a business that I'm probably going to be in my last year in Golden State, but he was still one of the best defensive players in, in the playoffs and he still like did a good job. He's super good. Um, like against Sabonis, like just completely cut his nuts off. Yeah. Um, and that's like, okay, this is it. And now the, the discussion has completely changed where it's like, well, Orlando had interest in Jordan Poole when he was a free agent <laughs> and Draymond's like, yeah, back to being a Warriors, Warriors for life. Yeah, it's 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 like just straight up not worth keeping the young blokes. You may as well like Curry's still really good and Draymond's still really good and like Clay sucks, but whatever. Yeah, the two the two timelines was a failure. Like if you Yeah, Paul, but you but you Paul, can cut ties now and just you've got one more run, right? Mm, Paul like, is the only one that's movable though, like yeah. after this season because Kaminga's salary is so small that he's not like uh, when the new rules come back in that you just tie with Igor Johnson. It, that it's one in one <laughs> in one retired, out. He retired. In mm. terms of Salary, at least Paul, you can get thirty million in salary back. Whereas Kaminga, you're only going to be able to get six million back, yeah. and there's no, you know, unless uh, you know, unless you get Bruce Brown before he was Bruce Brown, there's no blokes. Yeah, but he's out there. But yeah, we don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And it's like to for us to make a maximum salary, it it is only tying Jonathan Kaminga to one of our max guys. Like he doesn't, the math doesn't add up with um, Gary Payton, who's on like nine. Yeah. Um, yeah, pretty, pretty shit. And it's, what's, well, that's the other thing with Kaminga, he wants out, right? He's, well, he, he said he wants out if he's up. not going to get a bigger role next mm-hmm. season, but if Draymond's going to come back, then Kaminga's going to be the backup forward. Yeah. Um, he has like no right to say that. He uh, just, he, he yeah. just has no right. Like the only reason he thinks he can say that is because he plays for the Warriors and they kept doing yeah. this like two timeline bullshit. Like... He's never been good for more than three minutes at a time. Yeah, no, but he has been good. Yeah, no, but like, so has every other young player ever. No, no, but so, he's been legitimately good. He just didn't, Steve Kerr just didn't play him. He's got DMP CD. He's yeah. the second the game started with a P yeah. playoff. But at the same time, if he was good enough to contribute on a playoff team, he would have been contributing on a playoff team. It's not like this was a team that waltzed to the finals and like had an embarrassment of riches. This was a team that was like looking for answers mm. and didn't really consider that Kaminga could be one of them. Not because they overlooked him or they, they didn't know what he could do, but because they decided that he actually couldn't do what they needed him mm. to do. Keegan Murray's already better than him. Mm. Yeah. I think and, Ke- and if Keegan Murray swapped places with him, yeah. six nine small forward, for six nine small forward, mm. he would have played 35 minutes. Uh, I don't know. Well, like, he right. would have filled that Because I reckon there's some... I reckon there's a spectrum of is it Steve Kerr's fault or is it Jonathan Kaminga's fault for not being good? I reckon it falls somewhere in the middle where he definitely should have gotten a run at least in the King series because what are you going to do? Like, you know, like, you can't, you can't be worse on defense than Dante DiVincenzo. Like, at least give him a go. So maybe there is a bit of Steve Kerr should have given him at least one look where, where he gave Moses Moody heaps of looks. Um, but like he's he's allowed to re- essentially request a trade because if you're if you're his agent and you've signed him thinking fuck I'm gonna be like tens of million dollars richer and now we're not getting any minutes he's like that's that's where the, yeah. the trade request is coming. I'm not saying he literally can't request a trade. <laughs> I'm saying like morally, or if, like morally he can't say. I request well, I mean, because like if he if his contract finishes tomorrow, like his next contract's gonna be less than what he's on right now. Um, well, no, 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 no it's, it's not gonna be a max. Like no, it won't be. He's not, not, he's not, on, but it won't be a rookie. He's, he's having five million a year. No, he's on seven point seven point eight. I mean, he's going to earn more than if someone if he if he became a free agent right now, he'd be getting fifteen million dollars a year. Maybe the verbiage so, was wrong, but he's but he's not like 
not, not many people are lining up to do that because he hasn't proven it. He's not the all star. I I think if if he was available on the trade block, on the market, there would be five teams giving him fifteen or more. Yeah. Well, Detroit uh, would I worded, be I worded it wrong, but you know what I mean. Detroit like, no... would be tripping over his dick to fucking <laughs> sign to a which, sheet. which probably is a red flag. <laughs> like, how much is uh, Martin Bagley getting? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, but you know what I mean. Like, he's he's, he's not going to get a massive deal. That he would if he had proven that he could be an all star. Well, if I mean, I mean, Which is if, what if, the he, agent if, wants. if if he had been good in this winning environment, he'd be getting the pool contract. Mm. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. a similar contract because they'd be saying you're really important to us, two timelines, yada yada. We're gonna lock you in when we can. But I mean, Dan PCD is like, because mm. because what's the, the either Steve Kerr's right or he's wrong, and Steve Kerr's been right. Like a hell of a lot more about the players that have been. The only time he was wrong team. is when he called his son Nick. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, there you go. And that was just wrong. Yeah. <laughs> That's really He's been wrong. right a hell of a lot more than he's been wrong about yeah. the players that have gone through. Like, there's no real players that have gone through, and then you're yeah. like, oh man, the Warriors never got the best out of that player, and they're really thriving in this other yeah. scenario, yeah, but yeah, they really yeah. regretted letting them go. I think Glenn Robertson's playing in Israel and he's put down like 25, but that's that's different. <laughs> Kelly O'Grey Jr. can hit a jump shot sometimes these days. He did. I mean, has been traded again. Yeah, no, you're right. It's actually really nice to have the luckiest team in NBA history like run out of luck all in one massive hit. So like they kept Curry. They that's like, how it happened. It all happened at the same time. They got they got Curry. They kept Curry so was good. They kept Curry and they were like, all right, fine, your ankle's fucked, but we'll give you a four for forty four and we'll see what happens, right? Crazy. Trade him. Trade Monte instead of Curry for Bogut because it was one or the other. So they trade the right one. Curry gets his ankle in order. Becomes the best point guard ever. Now that's not them. That's him, right? Or well, it's both, but very much him. So they luck out on keeping the guy with ankle issues. They draft another shooter out of. A college that no one can remember. Washington State. Yeah, no, I know, but like, not a big college. Becomes the best shooter, second best shooter ever. Cap spike when Durant's a free agent. No, no, he skipped a step because he was he was going to get traded for Kevin Love. Kevin Love, Love yeah. And then, and then, um, Draymond at 23rd and then Steve, then hiring the coach that goes, you know what, you're going to start. Well, no, wasn't it? What's his face got injured? Um, David Lee got injured in the playoffs. It just keeps getting better. better. (laughs) But that's that's just how it happens. Yeah, for sure. But it's nice nice to then go Wiseman, Kaminga, Moody, Paul, and then for all of them to just shit the bed. Clay sucks. Dre, whatever. Not just Paul, I guess. Um, (laughs) Myers is leaving. My curse washed. Great. Well, it's going to be Steve Kerr 3.0. Yeah, we're already up. I thought that was the same. Any further comments? Well, Let's... can I just ask you one very last question, Sean? Yeah. If the Warriors turned around and, yeah, got rid of Jordan Poole, didn't re-sign Draymond or Clay, and just played Moody and Kaminga for 30 minutes a night, with Steph Curry there just to, you know, right the ship, is that just an awful waste of Steph Curry's talents? Or is it like, are we now at a point where it's just too difficult to build a championship team around him because of, like, the money... And the new CBA no. and everything, everything that there is. Um, so, like, the reason we lost is because Clay was dog shit. Right? Mm. Clay didn't hit anything, and we lost a couple of those games by single digits. If Clay hits shots, then we're in it again. Mm. Which I mean, he's had so many knee injuries, you just don't, you can't really bank on that. But just completely missing out on the auto Porter production, which is mm. just having a dude who can defend multiple positions and hit a fucking wide open three. That's huge. If we can just sign Otto Porter again, which was also the right decision to let him walk because he just didn't, didn't play. play a single game for Toronto. Um, like, if we can just find the next Otto Porter, maybe it's Patrick Baldwin Jr. But it's like, probably not. It's probably not. <laughs> they're, they're hard to come by. Kevon Looney, obviously, you know, me and my homies, we just talk about the 525. <laughs> um, pretty, pretty fucking crazy. Um, it's, it's all there. We just need the better role players, but we chose to let those role players yeah. go. Dante DiVincenzo is fine, like he's just Damien Lee White, mm. but it's 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 just really hard to find three and D role players. I'd actually argue Damien Lee is the White <laughs> DiVincenzo. <laughs> um, yeah, but like yeah, next year can, you can't you can't sign the taxpayer at MLE, can you? Because you're going to be just no. so high up into that into no, that we, cap, so we, you can't we, even get we, even you can't even like, get Dante DiVincenzo. He turns out to be better than you know. Even if all the even if. 
Drain Clay go. They but still can't do that. But, but then you're not good. But then you're not good. I, yeah, yeah, sure. You know. I mean, yeah, maybe you like. We have to sign a minimum. We have to, we have to try and find Otto Porter on the minimum. Yeah. Which we did two years ago. And, but also, I don't know. I actually, I just. <laughs> I mean, Paul's been terrible. Uh, and he would fix this role if he wasn't. But you just need someone to score buckets. Yeah. Like, well, Clay and Paul. Yeah. Just, yeah. Imagine if Wiggins was actually a first round pick. Like a number one pick. Well, Wiggins was doing his role. Yeah, but no, 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 that's no, the that's thing. If you'd asked him to do more, then he would have been bad. But it was yeah, like, yeah, no, no. Yeah, I, yeah. I agree. Wiggins is good in what he's doing. But yeah, like, yeah. imagine if he was actually what he was supposed to be. He probably wouldn't be on the Warriors. No, he wouldn't. He <laughs> yeah, wouldn't, he wouldn't course. be on the Warriors. How can yeah, he? If my grandmother Tari- had wheels. Yeah. <laughs> if Tyreek Evans was good. Wait, what would have happened? Oh, street than he was. What would have happened if your grandmother had wheels? She'd be a carbonara. Oh, a British. It's insane. It's like a British carbonara. It's an old saying from my village. Oh, okay. Hey, that's my favourite saying. Um, well, well, it's often someone else's shoes. Um, so please tell me in situations where you're uncomfortable. Situations that make you feel uncomfortable. Am I? Hey, nah. Marcus Rashford, he's pretty good, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Like, he just, really he's just in good areas. Good mm. areas. Yeah, he's alright. Um, no, can you give me the NBA comp for Marcus Rashford? Jordan Paul before he signed his contract. Mm. <laughs> I was going to say, like, Jalen Green but I don't think that's I'm going to go a little bit outside the box here Larry Markkinen mm. nah. yeah yeah came in good came fell in off. good fell off and then, and then everyone was like up. well this guy doesn't yeah. have it and then and now he's back up yeah that's an excellent call wow really good. Yeah. he fell oh, off really hard alright yeah, right. so, he fell off so hard two um, three years ever it was really bad for him there are actually teams that are currently playing basketball right now that's what I was going to say but oh, I was just going to squeeze my favourite squeeze in the joke about old Gunnar Solskjaer yeah um, Alexander Skarsgård oh old uh, so Boston versus Miami um, bloody hell pretty pretty fucking cooked um, that Miami keep winning these games but also pretty cooked that I mean I'll, I'll just sum up how the game went myself uh, when, when I was watching it like it, it looks like Miami was struggling to score until Jimmy Butler or Bam Adebayo just tried to do something Boston time what you, it's it's 7.35am in Boston currently what do you reckon Jason Tatum's doing right now <laughs> he's, oh. he's looking at his framed photo of Kobe <laughs> <laughs> he's, yeah. he's cradling yeah. it running two fingers over he's it. been up all night I'm sorry I let you get <laughs> um, Boston could have won this Kobe in hell <laughs> and he's laughing because he loves it um yeah, seven outside of court. It's weird. Do so you see that tweet where it's like, man, why doesn't John Morant just follow in the footsteps yeah, of other greats who've yeah, made yeah. no mistakes, like LeBron and Kobe? <laughs> and the top comment is like, why didn't you include Gilbert Arenas in that? Yeah. Um, LeBron hasn't done anything except be cringe, though. Mm. Yeah, yeah. No, he's got a second family. Oh, shit. <laughs> Sorry. Did Kobe also. Am I making things up? Or did Kobe have like a sexual. No, no, no that's, 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 that's the, the joke. joke. You, you, know the one where, the joke. you know the one where it's like. What did LeBron do? That's nothing. nothing. LeBron didn't do it. You know that, that tweet that's like, <laughs> oh, Tupac was a murderer, XXX was a, you know. He beat his pregnant like, wife. Like, beat his wife. Biggie was fat. But, you know, <laughs> separate the ice and the music. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. What's wrong with being fat? <laughs> I know what's morally wrong with being fat. <laughs> uh, it's like the opposite version of that. <laughs> um, that person probably thinks LeBron's done something, which is crazy. The, I'm telling you, the only nah, thing... It was a joke. Nah, it, it was, was a joke. joke. Okay, it was a joke. Back to basketball. Yeah, Boston could have easily won this. Like, it was on a platter. Like, you know, um, Caleb Martin's so cool, but he's not going to win you a Western, an Eastern Conference playoff game. Wait, um, didn't he win that one against the yeah. <laughs> Yeah, didn't um, he also hit the game saving three today? Now it's Butler. No, it was. Well, Kelly Martin put him up 117, 110. With oh, like, and then Butler did the one after that. Yeah, Butler did the fucking. The heave. The, the Kawhi Leonard impersonation. Uh, mm. but, yeah, Butler was also like on his hands and knees that whole possession. And then, bam, get this, didn't do anything against a good defender. <laughs> it's like, oh, Jimothy. Bam wanted to do something, though. He kind of, he, he got the ball, drove in, spun over both shoulders, really, really thought about the fadeaway, mm. and then passed it out. Mm. Bam passes the beer test, I reckon. 100%. Oh, he's um, so... But yeah, anyway, Boston could have won, but Jason Tatum um, travelled twice in the last three minutes, 19. And threw the ball straight to Jimmy Butler on another position. He got his sixth steal. Um, Jimmy Butler stats, 35, 5, 7, and 6. 
pretty fucking alright. If someone throws you the ball, we can't call it a steal. That's my whole take. No, no, I disagree. We, no, if they like, if they like, pass it to you. No, that's you just say you have to have rules, and yeah, sometimes yeah. The, yeah. mistakes are made because of those rules. I know, I get that, <laughs> I get that, but like, I've never seen a triple double with steals in my life, and I want to eventually. <laughs> yeah. If you so say that, I won't see yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what are you, what are your thoughts on the game, Marco? Um, I I don't like this. Because I think you're right. It was on a plate here for Boston and there were just mistakes they made that lost in the game. But this Miami haven't played a bad game in the, in the playoffs. Like, they are, I think, uh, them and the Nuggets are easily the most consistent teams in the playoffs. Boston have been so shaky. You know, they've they played two terrible games against the Hawks. They played some absolute stinkers against Philly. Um, the Lakers have also just been up and down the entire time. All along the way, all these teams have made so many mistakes. And, like, the only games Miami have lost have been, like, okay, you're going to lose a game against Milwaukee because they are, just have so much more talent than you do. They lost one game against the Knicks because Jimmy was injured. And then they lost another game against the Knicks where Jalen Brunson was just completely mm-hmm. dominating them. And, you know... In New York. Yeah, in New York with, with that incredible crowd behind him. It was like, yeah, of course you're going to lose that game. They are just not letting teams sort of get any upper hand on them. Whenever teams go on a run on them, they really dig in. They, like, rethink their game plan, which is fucking great. When you rethink your game plan against Boston, they they don't have a reaction to it. They then don't then go and rethink their own game plan. Um, So I I think it's... Given how Boston threw this one away when they had an opportunity, like, I think Miami should be the favourite from here on out because you're not going to see them, like, letting Boston win a game. If Boston win a game, it's going to be because Tatum and Brown both have really, really solid games because, you know, Robert Williams doesn't let Bam Adebayo dribble it a few times and then take an uncontested mid-range shot six times a quarter. Uh, You know, because you don't have fucking Al Horford as the primary defender on Jimmy Butler and just let him walk into, you know, 10-foot shots again six times a quarter. Uh, Miami aren't going to make those same mistakes in the other direction. So, like, mm. Boston have to be perfect from here on out. Mm. It sounded like their crowd gave up as well. Mm. Like, I think the Boston crowd, outside of, like, when they're really, really, really winning, like, so it took until the end of that, like, when they're up 30 in that game seven, where the Boston crowd was like, yeah, we love this team. <laughs> like, by halfway through today, there was just nothing. Mm. Just mm. silence. Because like, they, like, Sam Reeves, I think Bill Simmons is on it. There wasn't loud sound. enough. Huh? Sam Reeves wasn't loud enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, no, no, as in like, yeah, like we, none of us like this team. None of us think this team's going to do anything. Mm. And you could... Uh, which, sort is, of, which is crazy. Yeah, they have so much they're the best top-end r- talent and so much depth. It's the best mm. roster in the current, in the playoffs now. It's probably the best yeah. roster in the league. Yeah. No, no, 100%. yeah. It's the best roster in the league. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they've got literally like everything you want from from two all NBA players including one who just dropped 51 points in an elimination game mm. two at the, at the most important position yeah yeah at the most important position who have like literally almost every single basketball skill set covered between mm. them yeah. two like high end starters at both guard spots and in your front court and Marcus spot yeah <laughs> whatever the fuck hey but did you see that he hit the, he hit the backward shot good <laughs> <laughs> And it's kind of crazy that this that this team again, for the third consecutive series, is just shaping up like being less than some of its parts. Mm. Um, and I I I hesitate to say that they will be the favorites just because like that so Miami should be the favorites mm. from here on out because I I can't get past like that Boston just should be and surely will be at some point so much more than this, but one of Tatum or Brown is going to have to like just say like mm. I'm taking Jimmy Butler and that's gonna take it out of him but remember when Tatum did that last year remember when he was like primary on Giannis you know yeah. uh, in in that series and it was like oh fuck like this guy can defend a really really good offensive player who like has size on him uh, has weight on him and then also be like good productive at least efficient at the other end. Yeah. And then, yeah, like this, it was just like, it was Al Horford and then it was Malcolm Brogdon and then yeah. eventually... Because I think they're trying to save the... I don't think they believe that they can be yeah. productive and efficient at the other end. 
they want to save that like save the Mundi mm. for that offensive production. Because Jimmy is just gonna whoever's defending Jimmy is gonna be like, you're gonna feel that you've been defending Jimmy. Mm. Mm. But it, I just don't think the trade off's worth it, you know? Like mm. Jimmy's just gonna like he didn't he didn't have to do it once in the Knicks series, so he will just score 35, 40 points every night. He also can get to his spot like yeah. the short mid, like literally whenever it was. And, yes. and they're giving it to him. They were giving like, it. like Rob Williams had his hands down saying, I'm gonna stop you getting to the rim. What the fuck haven't you learned from the last two series? Yeah. Haven't you learned from the last quarter? Like he was, <laughs> he was doing it all game. But that's Joe Mazzula. Joe's like, just ignore that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Jesus wouldn't think about changing <laughs> it within the quarter. Yeah. I'm known for reflection. <laughs> is this is this another Joe Mazzula shitting the bed moment as well? Well, like, is Joe going to get fired? Yeah. Because like, he was their third option. He was their third coach. And he just... Like, as, as you guys highlight in the Jeff N. Watergundy show. <laughs> oh, yeah, just, that was good. That was good. Just, it's just like... He just doesn't fucking change. If it changes, it's a game or two games later. Yeah. It's like, oh, so I should have called a timeout. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too um, late. But he, yeah, he, he's got a bonus in his contract to get a million dollars every single time he keeps a timeout. <laughs> um, that man that you sent into the group chat of Dwayne Rock Johnson with the gigantic bag. <laughs> Joan was all bringing four timeouts home to his family every game. Uh, so good. But it was. Today was really, like that third quarter. The, like, I'm not an NBA coach, but I there were like three, four distinct moments where I would have called a timeout because I'm like, the Heat are on a run. Like, they're getting the momentum of this game. Your guy's, like, making... Yeah, like, there's this particular moment. Robert Williams, you know, goes for a rebound, kind of fumbles it, passes to Kevin Love. You know, he gets an easy layup. Like, Miami are up three after being down eight, you know, at the beginning of the quarter. And it's like, all right, man, like, the momentum's with Miami. If you go up the other end and your guy's like, fuck, why are we making these stupid mistakes, giving up these easy buckets? You know, Miami gets a steal, goes up gets another bucket which I think is exactly what happened then like it's going to take all the gas out of your team call a timeout settle everyone down be like what's your piece of juice <laughs> um, but yeah you just didn't do it the perk of having two all NBA wings on the like defending butler thing the perk of having two all NBA wings is that Miami only has one <laughs> so like sacrifice one of them yeah. sacrifice them to the depths of hell with Jimmy Butler yeah. and then have the other one get defended by Caleb Martin yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, he's fine, but you, Jason Tatum, you should be doing. Jason Tatum shouldn't be like, oh fuck, he's coming, and then <laughs> traveling. Yeah, like yeah. Yes, I mean the, the like Tatum was rattled down the end. Like he, though, the travels were bad. Mm. And coming off the game against where it was like, and he just went at the MVP, and he went at him, and he took advantage of the situation, and that's the Tatum. That we fucking da da da. Like, <laughs> now what? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, he'll be a good game too. <laughs> this is, we're having this conversation so regularly now. Yeah. Like, this is about the fourth time I feel like I've said this in the playoffs where it's like, yeah. fuck, maybe he doesn't have it in him. And then, like, it's like, oh no, end of game six, he had it in him. Game seven, he had it in yeah. him. And then this, it's like, yeah, he's just like a scared puppy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Which is weird because Butler's got it in him basically all the time. Yeah, you just know that the Heat aren't going to beat themselves. They're like mm. the only team left in the playoffs that hasn't had a game where they beating themselves mm. they're just going to execute if they're not hitting shots if they're not hitting their threes they're going to get to the rim they're not going to have lapses on defense they're not going to get into a clutch situation and psych themselves out and fail to execute like if, if they're going to lose it's because you're going to beat them like mm. Jalen Brunson has to score 38 on like 80% shooting mm. or like Butler has to be out of the lineup and you just get over the line like there's no gimmies and making anything easier than it needs to be whereas Boston is just routinely making things easier than it needs to be any final thoughts before we move on to next series it makes me feel really good that good coaching has like got them this far mm. yeah. it's really cool I think it's really cool that like having the best coach in the league nets you this conference finals run yeah, yeah, I think that's really cool. I'm gonna lock, yeah, I'm gonna lock in Eric Spolstra for my coach of the year prediction next year because he just has to get a legacy one. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. if they're if they're a top four seed, he will. But they coach they might not be though. They might like this. Yeah, they like, might just, just, just easily roll out like forty and forty two. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. No, <laughs> we're not, we're not right? good. Win the play and make the conference. Yeah, not, yeah. yeah. not yeah. good. They will roll out a forty and yeah. forty two. Seriously, what a what a lack like, of vindication for the 
um, the plane though to have mm. a team that came from the plane like be able to actually oh. advance and make noise I mean I know that they were if the plane didn't exist they would have been a playoff seed anyway but yeah, yeah. going through that and then coming coming this far um, particularly yeah. with the Lakers doing it as well what uh, what what seed were Miami were they one seed se- last year oh sorry or second I think two oh, no. two two and then two Boston, behind the box two yeah, and Boston were three and that's why Golden State had, um, yeah played. that's right sure I felt so bad about that Miami team all playoffs last year mm. I hated watching them um, the Boston and Miami conference finals last year was potentially one of the worst like yeah, conference yeah, yeah. finals I've ever watched and this season is just completely different I don't know what it is it's like they're winning games it's the same style yeah it's the same everything except like Kevin Love yeah no Tyler Hero like mm. you're not like oh fuck how did you win that game you know exactly why they won the game yeah, yeah. Um, Alright, so Denver versus Los Angeles. Um, I think game one, like here, you can probably just say, okay, that's, you can see positives and negatives in both teams there. Um, and game two is going to be the real telling one where it's, okay, what, what the hell is happening here? Um, and I'll, I'll start off just by saying that Denver obviously ran away with things in the first three quarters. And Jokic had like, you know, 30 and 20 in the first quarter, first three quarters. Um, and then by the fourth quarter, an in-game adjustment that's pretty cool. Starvin Darvin Ham stepped up to the plate um, and put Rui Hachimura on Jokic, which was something that a few people had talked about before the series, and then just said, okay, well, we don't, we're, we're just going to ask Aaron Gordon to try and hit some threes, and if he does, then we lose, but they're already down by 20, it doesn't matter. Um, and that let AD just roam around and, and did do, do whatever he does with his long arms, and, and he's monobrow. Um, and, and it worked and I don't think it's going to work in game two. Um, but it works because Jokic, instead of doing the off ball stuff, instead of Jokic running around and doing everything to get everyone else involved, he's like, Oh, I've got a small Japanese man on me. I need to bully this match up. And then six he, foot eight, 250 pounds. <laughs> but the strongest he, he sort of, he sort of put his head down and did things that Jokic doesn't do. And then when he mm-hmm. did make the pass, it was when he was just about to get a five second back to basket violation. And it was a sling into Anthony Davis's arms. Um, but I'm, I'm pretty confident that Denver's going to go into the next game and be like, Oh, well that, that was the move. They've made their move. They've sort of emptied their deck. Uh, and we're just going to, like, Jokic, if they if they bring any double, Jokic is going to pass it. And if not, he's going to go into the game saying, it's fucking Rui Hachimura, I can beat him. <laughs> yeah, they'll go watch the footage and be like, okay, if we put this play here, this play there, you know Jokic will, like, break it down, as well as the coaching staff. Yeah. Um, game two could, be, could very much be a wash. Yeah, mm. yeah. And also, Denver haven't lost a game in the playoffs, a home game in the playoffs yet. Um, and they've got home court advantage for the rest of the playoffs, which is you know, pretty good for a team playing at altitude. Mm. And the Lakers always, um, early, at least this year in the playoffs, they've gone into game one and said, game one's our one. Let's fucking give it all. Anthony Davis and LeBron are very good at resting in playoff series, which is kind of cooked. Um, <laughs> game one's the one where they steal and then they just hang out for game two. That's what they did with the Golden State Warriors. They just let them blow them out. Um, so look let's say they're just giving game two to, to Denver that's pretty dangerous where Jokic and co are going to go in you know all the answers that were thrown at them in game one and heading into game three they could be up 3-0 they don't have the luxury and also like at this stage there's only give or take 13 games left assuming long series so like LeBron can't take games off anymore mm. when there's only 10, 10 to 13 games left um, which is like technically good for the Lakers Unless he sucks because he gets tired. And what if he's been saving himself for this? Yeah, yeah, no, no. But that's what I'm saying. So you save it up and, like, he has to go now. Yeah. Um, but, like, yeah, look, I really liked it. We're at home. Go figure. Right? <laughs> yeah. I, I disagree slightly. I think... I think you're right. I don't think I don't think the Nuggets' offense comes to a complete standstill in the next game like it did because of that Rui adjustment. But, like, Fuck, just having AD at the rim will take away so many good shots for Denver. And, like, mm. Jokic was just... Like, obviously, he's the best player in the world right now. Like, and he can find anyone on the cart. He can find anyone in the corner. Uh, this... I think... This... Indiv- individually, this was one of his most ridiculous games where he was just... Yeah, crazy yeah. Crit- like, trick shots, runners. And like, he, he out-rebounded the Lakers in the first half. Yeah. I think that was wow. the number. <laughs> um, but I do I do think that adjustment is enough to like 
threaten Denver's offense a bit. Game two, yeah, it's a, it's a wash. But um, despite you doing everything right defending AD, AD could have 40 pretty much every night. Yeah. And like that will be enough in, you know, combined with such and such from LeBron and so and so from Austin Reeves. Maybe D'Angelo Russell isn't completely terrible. <laughs> Maybe Rui Hachimura gets going a bit more as well as he has like all playoffs long. Like, uh, it's still it's still a problem for the Nuggets that despite Jokic doing everything right on AD you know he's doing that drop but like he's coming up to meet the ball handler enough to like put him off that mid-range shot uh, that it will damage Denver um, you know just having absolutely nothing you can do for Anthony Davis yeah. but like no one has in the playoffs like yeah. the, you, you talk about the Warriors having a good run the Lakers have had the most Anthony Davis friendly run yeah. in the playoffs with, you know, Memphis with no big except for Triple J. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, then the Warriors with, you no know, big. even Looney couldn't outrig yeah. Anthony Davis <laughs> after the first few games. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and then this team. Bueller? Thoughts? Bueller? Thoughts? Do you reckon, like, Denver, Miami is Adam Silver's. What's the opposite of a wet dream? A wet Um, that that's pretty shocking for ratings. Um, do you reckon like Denver could? Are they the title favorites? You mentioned Boston before, but do you reckon Denver's title favorites or Boston? I think Denver. Denver Denver. now. Yeah. After after one. Pretty pretty fucking cool. Very cool. They're also just they're the only thing you truly feel good about. Yeah. Miami, I really like Miami, and I'm gonna I'm gonna jump on the fairy tale bandwagon for them. And like I I think they're a legitimate team. Boston, you have the just such a stinky taste in your mouth. And this Lakers team, even if even if they win the next four games, you're like, yeah, but fucking you got the biggest steal of the trade at the deadline and completely reshaped your team. No wonder you're no wonder you're good all of a sudden. Yeah. But also kind of fucked that you managed to you know get to the finals with yeah. with that team. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, Denver, like, I, we've, we've sort of been like, yeah, yeah, they'll put the Lakers away. But, like, this team is so good. They're so much fun to watch. And, like, if you actually like basketball, that's the, the outcome that's the best. Yeah, and Jamal Murray, after they won game one against Phoenix, was just running around the crowd saying, like, oh, we're, we're ready for this. Like, we've been... And he said post-game or, or something, like, oh, we're, we're ready for this. We've been thinking about this for three years. If they're, like... Yeah, I, I know it's a post-game quote and it's like a little bit cringe and you have to be like, okay, of course, you're going to say the good thing. But if they win next game and then go into LA and win that game three, like, it's pretty fucking cool that they've just been like, yeah, we just needed to be healthy. Mm. Yeah, I mean, let's not, like, crown them as <laughs> no. in the finals, like, just just yet. But I love premature. Yeah. Because the, the Lakers have shown to be all... The Lakers are like the anti-Celtics in their playoffs where they, they have just adjusted and they will like make in-game changes with personnel or defensive matchups, scheme that that do mix things up. So they'll, I, they'll, they'll make you lose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not by any stretch of the, of the imagination like thinking that... The, that I, I think... Whilst I do think Denver will win the series, I, I'll pump the brakes on saying like they could be up 3 nothing, Like... Mm. LA could very easily win the next game. I mean, mm. I, I, yeah, I, I, I'm optimistic that, that Denver will come out of this. But Denver versus Miami would be a very interesting, oh yeah, a very interesting series. You probably feel the best out, of, the best for Miami if it is Denver, mm. mm-hmm. which would be pretty fun. Yeah, I mean, at least for the four of us in this room and Lucas. But like, if you're just some Filipino Lakers fan, you hate. <laughs> They jump on the button and bandwagon there, for sure. Oh. Yeah, and the one one thing about the whole Jimmy thing is that when people say, oh, you know, you just talk to someone in February and they're like, oh, but you know, Jimmy in the playoffs, he's got that dog in him. And it's like, oh, I don't really want to have this conversation. <laughs> Fuck. He was right. He does, but... Jesus Christos and Esty. Should we talk about the draft lottery before we wrap up? Um, the order went as it was supposed to go. <laughs> Um, up until the first four picks, which went Spurs, Hornets, Trailblazers, Rockets, and the Detroit Pistons, who won 14 games, I ended up with the fifth pick. 17. 17. Um, no, fifth. God, we have The San Antonio Spurs lost a coin flip to the Houston Rockets for that 3-4 divide a couple of weeks ago. 
Um, and it was actually uh, a win uh, because that coin flip gave them those odds, which ended up being the number one overall pick. Um, Michael Jordan's looking to sell the Charlotte Hornets and that coin flip going there from Spurs to Hornets has lost a couple of hundred million dollars. Um, and yeah, let's talk about the San Antonio Spurs who are going to draft Victor Weminyama. I will say that the NBA sent out a, um, a memo to all reporters covering the NBA saying, can you not say that they're going to draft Wemby? Can you always word it as they're likely to select this player? My brother in Christ, <laughs> you're the one that made Metropolitan's name. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's, oh my God. He had him over for an exhibition game. That's the G League Ignite. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, fucking no. Um, yeah, it's pretty... It's But they are having their cake and eating it too. Um, like, I, every, every, uh, every pod is going to be talking about the San Antonio Spurs. So I'm very happy if we don't talk about the Spurs. Can we? Okay, yeah. Because <laughs> this is good basketball. Yeah. The, the, the two things that, that this guy is going to, like, the gold standard... Um, the gold standard player development franchise in, in the NBA that will guarantee, like, solid roster building development of his career and like a stable environment and health consciousness for a 7 for 4 mm. well don't talk to Kawhi Leonard about Spurs health consciousness yeah. <laughs> you know what has something different to say good point <laughs> everybody else no, don't speak to his uncle yeah well everybody else would, would have positive things to say yeah. but then the other amazing thing is that Wemby is happy yeah. And he wants to go yeah. there. That there's not this like Zion, like oh, like <laughs> Zion could like play, you know, turn down the extension and play on the qualifying offer, or Zion could like refuse to sign his rookie contract or whatever. Like from the minute that Zion, that New Orleans had the number one pick, it was like, is New Orleans big enough for Zion? Is he yeah. going to want to leave? And it's a bit like tedious. So for Wemby to be like, you know, tweeting that he's happy, yeah, like, awesome. Get the best prospect that we've seen in the last 10, 15 years, mm. get him to like a, a gold standard franchise. Like how much better is this than if the Hornets got the number one pick? Yeah. Like, okay. When and Charlotte would be like a bit depressing. Um, and also he celebrated when the Rockets got the fourth pick and then yeah. Jamari Smith that Jr. retweeted it saying like writing notes. Um, fuck that. He's, he's going to fuck you. <laughs> when Benyama hasn't played an NBA game and he's already better than Jabari Smith's peak. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah so, those 10 last games of dead rubber games of the regular season. Before. Yeah. The, I mean, I mean career uh, <laughs> His whole the, life. The French, 14 the, and the, 8. <laughs> the French connection with the San Antonio Spurs that Wemby used to play for the team owned by Boris Dio and then he moved, uh, sorry, owned by Tony, Tony Barkley then he moved to the team Owned by Boris Diaw. Um, and so it is rigged, is what you're telling yeah, me. Yeah, it is rigged. And Manu Ginobili is like, has a position with the Spurs mm-hmm. as like the international player development bullshit, bullshit. Like, you know, it's, it's Teach so Teach him how to step. It's just so nice. Teach him how to bold. <laughs> um, I can't think of other, like, off the top of my head, I can't think of other, like, high profile sports riggings. But this has to be, like, the most, like, acceptable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nobody's, right. nobody's even really suggesting it. Yeah, no, and, and if they are, they're the like, is so <laughs> beneficial for everyone. But if they are suggesting it, they're like, but, but for a good reason, like Dante said. Yeah, like, this they, is the best rigging ever. They tanked for one year, and they, <laughs> <laughs> they tanked for one year, and they got the best player of the generation, mm. and now they're a semi-free agent destination for the next fifteen years. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Detroit has tanked for the last four <laughs> years, and the one year they got the number one pick, they drafted the injury-prone guy who might be the worst number one pick of the last five years. And mm. before they started tanking, they had. Um, Brandon Jennings, Stanley Johnson, and Andre Drummond heading into the playoffs. Brandon Knight. Brandon all, Jennings. All NBA third team. Andre. In pop quiz, this is this is from like two K eleven. In what game of his rookie season did Three. Brandon Jennings third, score fifty five? Third, third. Anyone else? Uh, fourth. Seventh. Oh. Seventh. Which is pretty crazy. I mean... And the scout just isn't out on those guys that early. <laughs> Anyone can do it. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah I, I agree with everything that you guys have said so far about the Spurs. But I'm going to make one devil's advocate thing here. Will they be so bad this season that it will be hard to watch? 
No, they they might be all right. Like they might be they might be fine. And with the new CBA, they have to reach a salary floor. Uh-huh. Meaning they can't enter this year with as much cap space as they just did. They have mm-hmm. to sort of pay someone, and they could throw forty million dollars at. Chris Middleton and just get a role player who might be nice like the JJ Reddy mm. to New Orleans and the Derek Favors to New Orleans yeah, well. they could who does Brendan Jennings play for? He, he did play for the Shangji Brave Dragons so he did get it wrong <laughs> um, <laughs> their biggest rivals <laughs> yeah. they, they, they could throw $18 million a year at Grant Williams mm. um, and just have, just have the sort of like second draft guy in there um, I don't think they're going to be unwatchable because he looks like a fucking alien I was yeah. watching highlights yeah. today yeah, Metropolitan's is ninety two. I'm very, I'm very good. I was, I was talking, I was talking to the better half about what, what, what a draft lottery is, and it's like why this one's so important because there's this big French cunt. And then um, she's like, oh, okay, like show me some highlights, and I sent highlights, and then in sending highlights, I was looking at these highlights. I was like, he looks weird. I should have tuned into those Mets ninety two games <laughs> in the NBA League pass app for free. But he's fucking. This it's not going to be boring to no, watch no. because he's going to be. I, so I, was, I was playing devil's advocate. Yeah. I, I I did hear you, but can I direct this directly? <laughs> at you? Right, you're fucking <laughs> wrong. Attack on my character. He, I he see just, how it is. He just can't get hurt. Mm. He can't. Yeah. If he gets hurt, it's going to be like. Oh, I mean, he probably will. <laughs> no, no, yeah, 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 but like, like not like Zion hurt. No, right? no. High risk. High risk at seven three. If he gets Zion hurt, it's going to be fucking shattering. Yeah, and on Instagram when he has one of his welcome to the NBA moments and some fat guy fucking bats him down in the post. Yeah, yeah. JV. JV bats him down and then tippy-toe dunks on him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Four <laughs> times. Four yeah. times this season. Four. <laughs> Four. Just, just, a, just a follow-up on the Shangji Brave Dragons. Uh, all Chinese players except for Kay Felder and Sonny Weems on their 2023 roster. Wow. So, there you go. Sonny Williams played for Boston. Didn't Sonny Williams played for yeah. a few dances. He's got to be old now. Shout out Sonny Williams. Sonny Williams is like. I guess 34. Did he play for the Charlotte Hornets? He was the best 65 overall Age. player. 36. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 he was. If he you ever was. did like a full lead draft, you'd always pick him 13. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, man. It's good. You don't. You don't get to thanks, man. Someone else when they're talking about two K. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. I was yeah. going to follow it up with I always draft Theo Pinson in two K thirteen because he had like a ninety five. <laughs> Unless actually had in two K thirteen. Big, big tangent here. I was, I, I, I was a couple of years ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Big tangent here, but Alessa had the pleasure of coming over and looking at one of uh, Ned, my housemate. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it was it was great. It's the yeah, best thing. Yeah, so polite, yeah no. it's the best thing I've ever seen on two K. <laughs> and in saying that, the worst thing I've it's ever seen so on two K. It was horrible. <laughs> he airdropped in ten all-time like NBA teams into like the current league. So like, and then traded all of it. Like it started as the what the old old time. I know he started as the eighty six, eighty seven. Yeah, right. And then traded traded, traded Mag- Magic Johnson. Traded Magic for, for traded Magic for Russell Westbrook and James Harden. But like OKC Thunder, OKC Thunder version of both of those players. So like eighty, like ninety overall MVP, whatever. Yeah. Um, and then but was running his offense through Sergi Barker. <laughs> yeah. Like it was just. Like he's playing the game and going to surge, or yeah. he's got it like oh, he's, he's going to no, 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 no. set up the, the sliders <laughs> so that it, no, no, he doesn't have to. Do that. He goes, he goes, <laughs> unless, he goes, unless watch this. This works every time, and then just like made surge run to the rim, and then with ninety three overall, Russell Westbrook would just throw it up, mm-hmm. and surge went finished the game like eighteen and ten, <laughs> seven for seven from the field. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you, you go into those NBA records and they've like normalized to. Sigma minutes or whatever, yeah, yeah. and yeah, Serge Ibaka has an eighty-one point. Kobe <laughs> Bryant, yeah, <laughs> on a team with Russell Westbrook, uh, James Harden, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah, James Worthy. Yeah. It's just yeah, we've gone on way too long. Yeah, yeah. I, I was just gonna say I don't do that because I play ten-minute quarters. Yeah, so I don't have norms of sim minutes. Yeah, right there you go. Um, How much are you putting up in a ten-minute quarter? Though? You're putting up like. No, like it just because I have it. You on, guys are realistic. I, I, have it, I have it on Hall of Fame, and then I change the sliders so it's realistic offense. <laughs> so probably like one hundred to one twenty. The Hornets have to draft Scoot. Right? <laughs> um, yeah, but if they don't, right? Like they have to. If they don't, um, Portland and, can't and pick get a wing. It. No, but Portland will say, "Oh, this is a fucking Scoot pick. Who wants it?" Yeah, Portland. Like- Paul mm. won't pick it, but if they if they did trade Dame, Scoot, Shaden Sharp, and 
any of their songs. But, but, oh, but even Dame, Scoot, Anthony <laughs> Simons. Like, that's yeah, oh, wait. Well, no, if Too Small Guard doesn't work, <laughs> yeah, how about Why would yeah. I do Small Guard? Would you take Paul for Anthony Simons straight up right now? No, 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 no. 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 Oh, Anthony Simons is so shit and he's so ugly. Did you just watch <laughs> I, just, I, yeah. I don't want to fucking nah, man, I'd take that dude and fucking so Are you serious? Yeah, if you're. Paul sucks balls. Bro. But Paul's. Proven he can do it in the playoffs. No, he hasn't. Simon hasn't we, gone to the playoffs. We want to watch the <laughs> Yeah, did you just watch the playoffs? Yeah. I don't want to know what number Paul, it's or finishes. Paul, Paul had. I actually an, do. Paul had an all time career year and won't have another one until Anthony the end of his so ugly. Contract year. Contract year. <laughs> and he's worse. <laughs> Um, would you do? Would you do? <laughs> Your team literally employs Draymond Green. He's got salt and pepper. Yeah, he's, Come he's on. Right. I think Draymond Green. Yeah. Clay Thompson I'm, looks like the Clay. Clay yeah. I can't believe I'm saying yeah. this, but I'm on his side. Have you got the numbers? Yeah. It starts with a three and it starts with a two. <laughs> What's funny, Cam? You watched it all and, and you, know you know it starts and, with a you know, two. You know what else? You know what else? <laughs> it starts with a seven. Oh, oh shit! He, he led the league in free throws the, the year before. Yeah, yeah see, all, I'm telling you, all-time contract year. Mm. Simon's is better at basketball. Nah, all-time contract year's got to be Nick Batum for me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Nah, Nick Batum is like a great secure the bag. <laughs> <laughs> secure the bag scenario. Um, <laughs> Smuckle Jordan being a dunce though. Probably Najee Martin for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so the Hornets don't take screws, is that what you're saying? Nah, What's I think the... they take a big wing. The other guy. I think they take a big wing and that, that Trailblazers trade gets even more interesting where it's like, yeah, we'll take... Who's the Ben Shapiro's mate in Orlando? Um, John, John Isaac. John Isaac. Isaac. <laughs> we'll take John Isaac and something else or John Isaac and Franz plus one or two of your picks for the third pick. The magic surely, like, surely Franz and the pick would be enough. Franz, surely Franz is going to be an all-star. It's, it's a salary this is this is what I this, this is what I asked in the chat today. I don't actually think any of us know the answer. Like, is how sure of a thing is Scoot compared yeah, to yeah. Wemby? Well, know? like, is, uh, is yeah. he like, is he like, no, li- is li- he Kane Cunningham? You know, listening to Sam Vecini of the Athletic, he's mm. saying that big Essendon supporter. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he, in the past like five years, he's a number one pick, not called Wemby or Zion. Yeah, okay, which might mean he's Anthony Edwards. So he's even better than Lamelo Ball. So he's better than Anthony Edwards, apparently. Yeah. Yeah, yeah well. But he's obviously not Wimby or... Is that what you heard? Yeah. yeah. Right. He doesn't have a freak body. He's that in any other player. in yeah. any other draft, he'd be the runaway number one. Well, he, yeah, well, he was the one that was in the G League at 16 instead of 17 because he mm. was so good they could get him in a year early. Mm. He played two years mm. in the G League in 19. Yeah, he did. And not just one because yeah. he was so good. But then again, Jared Jackson coached on that team. That make you like him more or less? <laughs> Makes me like Scoot more. Did Jared Jack play for the Kings? No, 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 no. The Kings went through a lot of shit point guards, but not Jared Jack. <laughs> yeah, Jared been, Jack was a good so, That's what I was about to say. He would have been too good for ah, the Kings. For a moment, I was like, did Jared Jack also play for the Pelicans and he's played for everyone? No, team. you're thinking of yeah. Grievous Vasquez. You're thinking of Ish Smith. <laughs> you're actually thinking of Grievous Vasquez. My God. The, the Mexican Nando de Colo. <laughs> Nicola, another great spur French. Where is Gary's Is French as well? Where is Gary's Vasquez? No, don't think he's Mexican. He's Venezuelan. He's not actual Mexican. He's Venezuelan. What's the trade from OKC if Portland gets scoot at three? King Joffrey Laverne also played for the Spurs. He is Venezuelan. What's the trade for the. I'm asking you, Manly. What's the question? For the guy. If OKC want to put a package together for scoot if he falls to the Trailblazers. Jalen Williams, the good one, and Has the bad one, <laughs> and picks. Yeah, yeah. Or so you're thinking Scoot? I would do Giddy because then you can't have yeah. Scoot, Giddy, and Shay. Yeah, because yeah. Giddy's just a bad. I mean, the, but the way we've now established it, which is like, okay, what would you have put together for Anthony Edwards? You know, if he was available for yeah, a trade, yeah, you yeah. probably would put together Josh Giddy, Jalen Williams, and a couple of first round. Would yeah. would like, would would like Giddy slash Williams? And Lou Dort and Picks get it done because Portland wants to yeah. win. That's why they're trading yeah, the Picks. Yeah, yeah. So Dort would be like a Portland starter. Both be really good for them. Yeah, I 
think. Does that does that get it done? Plus, no, plus like two or three of the of OKC's war chests of protected firsts that Portland can then reroute somewhere yeah. else during the season and bring in like another Jeremy Grant level player. How about we just stop that conversation and trade that for Anthony Edwards? Because I feel like he's a better fit. He's like tall. Anthony Edwards has way more trade value than the third pick in this draft. Okay. Minnesota. Don't, don't do that. But wouldn't yeah. it be cool? Well, they're trying to... They'll just get rid of Towns for nothing. You could trade... You, I mean, you could pretend... You, you <laughs> no, no. As in, like... They, they don't want Towns. Would, well, would, would they trade... Would they trade Anthony Edwards for Dan? No. They wouldn't. I don't think they would either. No, no. The Timberwolves wouldn't. The Blazers wouldn't heartbeat, though. Well, I mean... I mean, depends. Like... Wait, are we going back to this cat going to Portland? No, I don't want cat. I'm just saying, like, hey. no, I'm saying the wolves won't give up. I don't think they want him. Just baseline, um, the wolves yeah. won't give up. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's. Should they we ra- will give up. Cats. Should we wrap this up by saying who the wizard's is going to pick it eight? Tony Davis. There was actually. Yeah, Vesely. There, there was this one. Some guy from a traditionally non-basketballing nation, or a guy called Johnny Davis. <laughs> <laughs> traditionally non-basketball. There was uh There was this. There's this white, unathletic big who Kevin O'Connor had mocked there. Oh, I love it. No, Grady Dick. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, I think it's he's, Grady he's, Dick. He's Grady, like, Grady Dick is a shooter from Kansas. Ah, okay. Oh, okay. Perfect. Another summer shooter. Man. Perfect. Um, yeah, it's Grady Dick. He can fight for minutes with Corey Kiska. <laughs> I reckon if, like, I don't know if Luke is still listening, but if, if they draft Grady Dick, he's buying a jersey immediately. Yeah. 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 Just Dick number eight next to it. <laughs> Because it's not saying Grady. <laughs> no, nah, you've got to go Dick 69. <laughs> you just have to. Well, what, what number did Grady Dick wear at Kansas? I'm, I'm going to say not 69. i got a cousin called Dick. Really? Grady. <laughs> <laughs> he wore four. Oh, look so at that. Boring. Look at that. Um, pretty um, what a fucking specimen. What a boy. Can you Google Grady Dick right now? <laughs> Wait, so you, you reckon he's a good... You reckon he's a good shout There's hey. one image of him here where he looks fucking wow, he's jacked. He, his, his headshot with his tie is pretty good. I hate it how they make college players yeah. wear ties for their headshots. Wait. Just wear fake dreads like Jimmy Butler and the rest. <laughs> he does not look... Oh, he's got... I That's like his body. we got on. I like his body a lot. I like his body. Look at his arms. Yeah. The, the body, body language doctor approval. <laughs> nah, he looks like he played at Coburg. Yeah. But he's got length. Way. Like his arms are way too long. For yeah, a regular He's got person. like plus four. Alright, so if he's alright, then maybe you shouldn't go to Washington. Oh, he's... Um, yeah, Grady Dick's supposed to be good. Oh. But like, everyone's supposed to be good, and then... No, nah, Johnny, Johnny, well, Johnny Davis wasn't this, supposed to be good. The whole it? thing about this draft is that it's no one's supposed to be good outside the first like yeah. four picks. No, no, like role player good. No? Okay, yeah. so you're Washington, Not like, not right? like, not like good, good. You want a 6'8 shooting guard who is white. Mm. Like, you have one of those. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Bradley Beal. Johnny Davis. <laughs> Get another one. Um, uh, I'm glad the Pel- I think the Pelicans had their first bad lottery in like five years. Um, you know, yeah, but you'll probably just draft like a Trey Murphy. Yeah, we actually will. We're yeah, good at drafting. Hey, player. That David Griffin. <laughs> Jackson Hayes. The, the, the Jackson Hayes is going from heart to heart. The whole <laughs> fire David Griffin era of the D2 pod did not age well. It was so fair as well. Um, yeah. What but, do you mean? What have they done? <laughs> other than just like, other than just like, assemble a good team and just draft so well in the mid first round. It's they not. Just been, they just been unlucky that Zion's fat. It's not David Griffin's fault. I think it's that they got the first. <laughs> that they got the first overall pick in twenty nineteen. Ah, well, listen, having that. Him, you're right. Sure, you remember the saying. Tupac was a murderer. What <laughs> <laughs> was the other one? Tupac was a murderer. And Zion was fat. Yeah. Oh, we do have a laugh. All right, well, do we want to wrap this one up, gents? Yeah, we yeah. just hit the hour mark, which just, is... Look, that was a four-man weave plus Marco minus Lucas. I don't know if you guys heard Lucas not being on this pod, but he's currently in. Uh, I actually don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think around Serbia. I think he's probably in the former Yugoslavia at the moment. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to, and this is very in the spirit of Lucas, is the biggest champion of women here. And women's basketball, I should say. But uh, the WNBA tips off 
in two days. Saturday is the first game of the WNBA season. Is it Aces versus... Well, here's the thing that would upset Lucas so much. It is not Aces versus Liberty. It's it's uh, the rebuilding Indiana Fever and <laughs> the Connecticut Sun, who lost, lost about game. half of their roster this yeah. offseason. So, yeah, WNBA doing a cracking job of getting eyeballs on screens yes. early in the season where they have, you know... Probably the two most dominant sports teams to ever be assembled yeah. in any league. Do you think Adam Silver's trying to run them into the ground as well? <laughs> you think so? I think so. Wow. Yeah. He's like, the NBA's going to tank? Fuck it. <laughs> tank the women's league too. Golly gosh. Fuck it, we ball. Yeah. Well, that's that's grim. Um, but yeah, league pass, just uh, 24 uh, US dollars and 99 US cents for the entire season if you're interested in watching. Yeah, that's that's about that's about how I want to wrap it up. Use our code Jeff Watergun. <laughs> Johnny B Watergun can. And you actually have to pay five dollars more. <laughs> Where's that money go? Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, producing this show. Puppy cooked. It's <laughs> more of a gun. Thanks for listening to another episode of the JVG NBA Tribute Show, hosted by Marco Holden-Jeffrey and Lucas Petridis. Our theme song is written and performed by Pascal Ducasse, with production by Mock B. Follow us on Instagram at JVG NBA Tribute Show and on Twitter at JVG NBA for more NBA content. The JVG NBA Tribute Show. New episodes every Wednesday at 7am. 